Japan makes me scared. A podcast to the chilling realm of Japanese horror stories. My name is Junpei, and I will invite you to the mysterious world of Kaiden, exploring spine-tingling experiences that have haunted Japan. Konbanwa, minasan. Welcome back to another episode of Japan Makes Me Scared. I'm Junpei, your host, and I'm going to share various horror, scary stories of Kaidan in this podcast. Today, we're going to have episode nine, but you know that some numbers have negative meanings in Japanese. More specifically, four and nine. Are most likely to be treated as unlucky numbers or numbers to be avoided. It is because of how four and nine are pronounced in Japanese. Four can be pronounced as she, and nine as ku. And she and ku individually mean something totally different. She means death. Ku means agony. Then, how much do we avoid them? Of course, this is up to the individual, but in some cases, it can even affect the structure of buildings. For example, some buildings in Japan do not have room numbers four and nine. It means room number five is immediately after room number three, and ultimately, there are buildings where the entire fourth and ninth floors do not exist in the first place. It must be a strange feeling, isn't it? So when you stay in a hotel in Japan, be careful which room number you're given. Imagine that you get room number like four zero nine. There might be a message from hotel saying that you're not very welcome. So what you could do is politely let them notice that you know the meaning of numbers and leave. Joking aside, today's story took place in a hospital. By the way, hospitals often avoid four and nine as well. You can assume why. You know, they're close to death and agony in general. Anyway, let's move on to the storytelling part. Episode nine. One night in hospital. The original story is from Hatsune Matsushima, who used to be a Japanese idol, and is currently active as Kaiden YouTuber. By the way, she's got an ability to see the things, and has shared so many scary stories from her own experiences. Today's story is also from her youth, when she was about fourteen years old. From here, I will describe I as Hatsune herself for convenience. This is when I was in the second year of junior high school. 
I was on a track team and there was a competition where I injured my knee. I was told that the injury was a bit serious, so I had to stay at the hospital near my home. At that time, my mom was also in hospital. She wasn't injured, but had a chronic illness. To talk about the situation at the time, I didn't have my dad because he had left us after the divorce. So my maternal grandma came to our house from time to time. But mostly, it was like living alone for me. So when I moved to the hospital, I was rather happy to be able to live with my mom, even though the hospital is not our own house. Then it came to the first day in the hospital. I was explained that since I would be having surgery this time, I'd be in the hospital for a total of ten days, including the observation period. After the intro session. A nurse in charge came to my bed. Her name was Sato, so we call her Sato-san here. After we had greeted each other, Sato-san said, "I know it's going to be a bit hard for you for the next ten days, but you are Matsushima-san's daughter, who is on the third floor, right?" She mentioned my mom, so I thought, "Oh, she knows my mom." Then I answered, "Yeah, that's right. I may go to the fourth floor myself, or my mum may come to my room. I hope it won't bother you." However, Sato-san did not answer my response, but changed subject and said, "I have one thing to tell you. If you're Matsushima-san's daughter, you should not go to the toilet on this floor at two a.m." When I heard what she said, I felt she was a bit mean, to be honest. In fact, in my family, from my grandma to my mom and to me, the ability to see the things was passed down through the female line. And since my mom spent a lot of time in the hospital, she used to tell the nurses that there were sorts of spirits in certain parts of the hospital. And she was quite famous for telling stories like that. Based on that, telling a girl not to go to the toilet at two a.m. There should be a scary story about seeing something. Something that should not be seen. Then, wasn't it a bit mean to tell this to a fourteen-year-old girl who was already nervous on her first day in hospital? But on the other hand, I've seen many spirits in my life already, so I don't think I'm afraid of spirits if they're just there, not giving any harm to me. So when I heard that story, I was more inclined to confirm it if she actually meant there's something scary. So I thought to myself, when am I going to that toilet? First of all, I didn't want to be there on the first day. You know, if I had a really scary experience, I would still have to stay in the hospital for another nine days. That would be too hard. Also, on the second day, 
I would have surgery and I wouldn't be able to walk for the next few days. So I figured it would be after that. So I decided to do it the day before leaving the hospital. I thought it would be easier to leave the hospital the next day, even if I felt scared. For a while after the surgery, I asked Sato-san to give me sleeping pills so that I would never wake up in the middle of the night to avoid going to the toilet. Also, I didn't even tell my mom that I had heard this story. I was just preparing to go to the toilet by myself. So the day finally came. I set my alarm for 1.50am and woke up to the sound of it. But the truth is, I was kind of nervous and didn't sleep very deeply. Anyway, I went to the toilet alone at 2am. There were four stalls in the toilet. The door to each stall was not a push and pull door, but a sliding one. This is because there are also people on clutches or in wheelchairs, so the sliding door was designed to be easy to open, even for such people. When I saw the four stalls, I thought to myself, well, I didn't ask Sato-san which stall was the scary one. I don't even know if it's the toilet itself or store. But I assume that the scary stories usually happen in the one at the very back. So I went into the first one. I sat on the toilet seat and waited a little while because I didn't know what time it was without a watch at the time. But nothing happened after all. Then it started feeling to me Maybe Shato-san told me that story because she was trying to get me to stay in the room. By telling me a scary story on purpose, so that I would not sleep out at night and walk around the hospital. I even had such delusions. When I was feeling a little bit less scared, I thought it was time to go back to my room. Then I tried to open the door, but I realized it didn't open. As it was a hospital, there was also an emergency call button inside the store, so I tried pressing that, but it didn't respond either. Why I was having a little panic, I noticed there was a sound in the quiet. At first, I didn't understand what this noise was, but then realized, oh, that might be the sound of a wheelchair moving. That could be someone in wheelchair coming towards the toilet. So I had a bit of hope. If this wheelchair person comes to the toilet, maybe he or she can get this door open, or maybe can get a nurse to come and get me out. Just as I heard the wheelchair coming into the toilet, I started calling out. Excuse me, I'm a bit stuck on the toilet. If you don't mind, could you call the nurse's station and ask for help? But this person didn't answer anything. And again, 
I could only hear the sound of a wheelchair moving. Just like that, it kept going. Then, it sounded like the wheelchair had bumped into the door of the store I was in. I got panicked and said, Hey, there are the stores open. And also, I'm in trouble with my door. If you hit the door now, it's going to be even more difficult to open. Even though I shouted, the person ignored me and didn't stop hitting the door. And then... I had a loud noise. It sounded like the wheelchair had apparently fallen over. I was angry, but I was also worried about whether the person was alright. Are you alright? I tried to talk to this person, but there was just silence. Then suddenly, a very thin hand came out of a gap under the door and tried to grab my leg. I panicked and shouted in a loud voice, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, help, help, please. Then suddenly, the door opened. And I could see my mum standing there. My mum, who looked very angry, opened up this, You! What are you doing here? When I was too shocked to answer anything, my mum continued, I thought you were told not to come here at 2 o'clock, so why did you come? And she put me out of the store and said, You should be going back to your room. Of course, there was no wheelchair there. After we left the toilet, I asked my mom a lot of questions like, I didn't tell you about the toilet, and how did you know? And I explained to her what happened in the toilet, and, Did you not see anyone in the wheelchair out there? But she just replied, Forget about that, you're going back to the room anyway. In the meantime, we got to my room, and my mom helped me lie down on the bed. But I was still scared. I said, I can't sleep like this. And my mom said, Okay, I'll stay with you for a while, so get yourself calmed down. From there, she stayed by my side for about an hour during which time she comforted me with things like, think of what happened today as a dream. And, you leave in the hospital tomorrow anyway, aren't you? There's nothing more to do now, so all you have to do is sleep until tomorrow morning. And many other words of comfort. Thanks to that, I started to feel a bit calmer. My mum said it was time to go back to her room. Because she was so nice to me, I thought I could give her something in return. So I decided to walk her to the elevator hall. 
There were three rows of elevators in the hall, and my mum got into one of them. So that's why we said bye-bye to each other. I was about to walk out with my back to the elevator hall. It was a sound as the elevator arrived. Hmm? I turned around, and so one of the elevator doors had opened, and many patients were crammed inside. You know, it was early in the morning, more than an hour after the 2am toilet incident earlier. The alone is strange, isn't it? And in the middle of these patients, I saw a girl in a wheelchair and Sato-san. Uh, Sato-san? Why are you... I was about to speak to Sato-san, but elevator door quickly closed. I wondered why they closed the door when I was in the middle of talking to her. So I somehow checked what floor the elevator was going to while looking at the indicator light. Then from the fifth floor where I was at, it went up like floor 6, 7, 8, and up to the rooftop. And suddenly, the light for the basement of B1 turned on. In my head, I was like, Hey, why is the B1 light on at the end after it's gone up to the top? But, you know, there was so much going on at that point that I didn't feel like investigating mystery. I rushed back to my room and spent the rest of the morning not getting much sleep. It was around 8am when I could finally leave the hospital, so I rushed to my mum's room saying, Let's leave here now, get the procedure done quickly. But she said, It's fine to leave the hospital early, but did you create a nurse who took care of you yet? Actually, before 8am, I had my daily temperature checkup, like other mornings. But it was a different nurse who came, not the usual Sato-san. Yeah, sure, I should say goodbye to Sato-san at least. So I went to the nurse station and asked the one at the counter. Excuse me, I'm Hatsune Matsushima and I'm leaving the hospital today. I just wanted to say thank you to Sato-san because she took care of me until today. She replied, Hmm? Sato-san? Okay, please wait a moment. She looked a little confused and also asked another nurse, Who is the nurse in charge of Matsushima-san? Do we have daily temperature history? After a while, the reception nurse came back and said, Um, I'd like you to take a look here. It was a piece of paper that seemed to keep a record of my temperature every morning. And in the nurse column, there were handwritten signs with the name Sato. I didn't understand what it meant. Then I asked, Um, 
What's wrong about that? The nurse replied, In our hospital, it's been a rule since a few years ago that the name column must be stamped with Hanko instead of handwritten name signature. We check it every day, so it doesn't make sense that the handwriting is still there. And also, there is no nurse code set among us. Um, so what does it mean? I was in the hospital for 10 days and it seemed that Sato-san, who took care of me every day, had a record on paper, but she didn't exist at all. In addition to taking my temperature, we also exchanged conversations such as I want to sleep well tonight, so please give me medicine to make me sleepy. But that Sato-san is not here all the time. While we are talking, confusion spread to other nurses and the nurse station was getting a little noisy and chaos. I also started to get scared, so I said, it's, it's, it's okay if Sato-san isn't here anymore. And I forced myself to leave and head downstairs for the discharge procedure. When I told my mom, that Sato-san was not there, she said, Oh yeah? You mean she wasn't on duty today? No, she wasn't there from the beginning. What do you mean? When I told her what happened, she was very surprised as well. Then I continued, You know, thinking back, things started to get weird last night. I went to the toilet at 2am and he came to my rescue and then. But my mom interrupted. Last night? What are you talking about? What do you mean? You came to save me last night when I was trapped in the toilet. You stayed with me for an hour and I woke you to the elevator at the end. But she replied. I didn't do that. That's when my mom also came to realize. Ah, so that's why you were in such a hurry to get out of the hospital? We left the hospital shortly after, but neither of us could say anything because everything was still a mystery. Oh, Shimai, thank you very much for listening to the story. How are you finding it? There are a lot of unsolved mysteries in this story, so where should we start? Maybe Sato-san? Given that the hospital used to have handwritten name signs, Sato-san could be a nurse who used to work there in the past, so she was more like a spirit or something. And the fact that she talked about the toilet on the first day, and it feels like she was leading Hatsune to go there, she knew how to make it happen. 
There is a bit of malice you can feel here, isn't it? Something not with a good mind. And also about the girl in the elevator who was in the wheelchair. We can't be sure if she was the same person who hit the door when Katsune was trapped in the toilet. And what was the intention behind that? Is she anger, or is she also asking for some help? Also, her mom, who came to help out Hatsune. Her mom had no memory of all things, so doesn't mean she wasn't herself after all. With a positive theory, we might be able to think that something like a mom's soul was unconsciously protecting Hatsune. Apart from what I pick up, there are so many mysteries remaining. So. Do you want to join to challenge them with your theories? I've got a Discord channel where anybody can join and share thoughts and theories. Of course, I'll be there as well. I'm gonna leave the link in the description, so please join and enjoy interactions if you would. This podcast, Japan Makes Me Scared, is available on almost all popular podcast platforms. Like Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or Amazon Music. And also, if you push the follow button on app of your choice, first of all, for me, it will be a huge support and motivation. And for you, you will not miss notifications for the release of future episodes. So please consider following my podcast as well. Alright, we're getting close to the end, so let me say one thing. Arigatou gozaimasu again for listening to my podcast, Japan Makes Me Scared, and sayonara for more children thrills next time. Bye!